0: right when you work on a soul level on an emotional and a spiritual level you get more than you put into it you have to get to a place where you can acknowledge that you have the power to change everything in your life look for Mm. me spirituality is bigger than Mm. religion and religion acts as an easy entrance point for Mm. a lot of people to get to spirituality i starts with the realization that nobody consciously creates their problems our problems are created at an unconscious level. And that means the solution to your problem, the solution to creating the habits that you want, happens at an unconscious level too. The path to joy is paved with joy. Trust that, follow what feels good and trust that it's going to lead you to more of what feels good.
1: welcome to better yourself podcast your boyfriend christ and today we're gonna talk about bad habits you know why we do struggle to actually get out of our bad habit because sometimes we want to change but we always struggle we always go back to it so we're just gonna talk about a few techniques how to get out of your bad habit to become a better person to be honest as a guest today i have genevieve um she's actually a spiritual healer so we're gonna talk about this subject in different way not just like change your mindset we're gonna go a little bit deeper than that. So before we start, as always, to all my guests, Genevieve, just introduce yourself so the audience is going to know who you are.
0: Hey, everybody. I'm Genevieve Joy. By the way, I love the way you say my name. Everybody should say my name that way. It's beautiful.
1: (laughs) Good. Thank you. (laughs)
0: I'm a master hypnotherapist and higher self healer. I'm also a single mom to three <clears throat> incredible homeschooled kids. And um, I found my own spiritual healer. I healed chronic, a chronic pain condition that I'd had since I was two years old, that doctors told me was totally incurable. Um, I had cancer as a child and the after effects of that left me in a really, really difficult physical place. The doctors told me I were incurable, cured that too. Um, And I totally took myself from a victim. I created a total life transformation. And and this is the level of transformation that I help my clients get to when we work together.
1: All right. So coming back to the (laughs) subject about, you know, bad habit, right? So there's something that you say, like, if you want to, because I spoke to many people about this subject, you know, people told me about, yes, you have to, you know uh, change you know I think I heard a lot about mindset you know like I'm glad because you are trying to bring in the, like in more like spiritual sense and people told me about like you know your mindset you have to change you have to find yourself you have to know who you are you know like you have to make sure you know your boundary many things like that so for you what is it like first of all I got two questions for you what does it stop us to get out of those bad habits and why is so hard for us to actually stick. I mean, what is, I mean it's kind of the same question anyway. Why why is it so difficult for us to stick to what we want to do? Because most of the time we, we do those things not because we want to do it, it's because we just can't help ourselves.
0: And there it is, right? So here's the thing. I think I think that a lot of people don't want to get to the what's underneath the issue. So in other words, like you, you want something different because you're not happy with mm. something that's going on in your life now, yeah. right? There's something that you want to change. There's a problem. And I think a lot of people don't want to get at the root of that problem because they don't know how to change it.
1: Yeah, that's right. right?
0: So, and, and that, and that doesn't make, it doesn't make life better to go like, look at all the emotional ick you have, and then just see it all, all the time. That's not better. It's better if you weren't to know that it's there in the first place. Mm. Right. And I think we, at, on some level, we all know that. And so it, unless you have those tools, most of us are going to avoid doing that inner work, unless you're a special kind of person.
1: Yeah, I, I agree with you. So how do you do to find those problems? Okay. How do you, so
0: yeah. it, it starts with the realization that nobody consciously creates their problems. Nobody sits down and says, you know, it sounds great for me. I'm going to just get really overweight. (laughs) That sounds like a good problem for me to solve. And then, you know, on this specific date, then I'm going to figure out how to, you know, lose some weight. That sounds great. Nobody does that. Our problems are created at an unconscious level. And that means the solution to your problem, the solution to creating the habits that you want happens at an unconscious level too. All in the same place. And I found that people tend to fall into two camps when it comes to avoiding the real work, that unconscious work, uh, that's going to help them get those results that they want. And those are the willpower camp and like the vision board law of attraction camp. So in the willpower camp, those folks tend to decide what they want, and then they ignore the reasons why they don't have it now. Again, Mm. that's the unconscious stuff, right? And they work really hard towards getting what they want. They put a lot of conscious effort into it. These people are action takers. They're ready to work hard. And and action is absolutely necessary. If you want something different, you got to do something different, period, Mm. right? But it's not the only thing, right? The issue is that willpower is a finite thing. And willpower alone is not enough to override the reasons why you don't have what you want right now. Yeah. So the thing about just trying to use willpower alone is that you're setting yourself up to fail and at an unconscious level, you know it, you know that. So it's like, you're damned if you do, cause you're setting yourself up to fail and you're damned if you don't, cause then you're going to stay in this life that you don't like. Right. Yeah. But you got to do something and most people don't, they don't know what to do. So they're just going to try to effort their way through it. Right. And so, and then on, at the tail end of that is that when they don't get the results, they expected in the way they expected, or in the amount of time that they expected, most people will decide that it's confirmation of their own limiting belief that like, they can't have what they want or things don't work out for them, something like that. And then that limiting belief gets strengthened. And now they're actually worse off than they would have been had they never started down that path in the first place
1: or sometimes what they do, they'd actually assume like, this is just who I am. This is just my nature. I see a lot of, And I think it's more like when people are giving giving up on themselves, they just assume like whatever habit that they have or whatever feeling that they have, they just feel like this is where I am. I cannot control it. It's just part of who I am. I don't even want to fight it. But yeah. I, f- I think it's, it's true because when you want to change what so you, you I think you're the kind of person you believe like whatever before something happened in in a real world you have to happen like in the spiritual world before that's why mm-hmm. I believe I believe yes yeah I think it but people do yoga do you think is it like it help as well yeah,
0: people that sure. do yoga
1: do you think is it part of the process that you're actually talking about when it mm-hmm. comes to bad habit mm-hmm.
0: for me at the end for so me the, since the, you talk about
1: the, yeah go on For me, the
0: easy way to get what you want is to release the emotional, spiritual baggage, same thing, that's keeping you from having it now. Hmm. So that, and then you take a different action. You have to do something different and you are required to do something. And you might feel uncomfortable for a minute because you're doing something new, right? Hmm. Um, But it's a two-part thing. You've got to do both of that. And there's actually a two parts to the... um, the belief situation too. And and I wanna go back here because I think in addition to the willpower camp, the other camp that again, most people fall into is like kind of this, this super, super woo-woo, like the folks who are gonna make a vision board for what they want, right? Mm. At the unconscious level, these folks want to, they, they wanna avoid confirming any icky beliefs or identities, right? Like I'm yeah. just not good enough or I can't have what I want, stuff like that, right? Um, which is frankly an even higher level than a belief that's who you are. And they want to avoid confirming that. And so they avoid taking action towards their goals. So they don't confirm it. Um, it's like at an unconscious level, they know that taking all that action is a real waste of time and energy, and they don't want to do that, but they really want to make change. And so they get busy making change in a different way. They get busy mentally, you know, doing things like saying affirmations, making vision boards, maybe doing yoga, maybe they're meditating. Right they're trying to be efficient with their energy in a different way but mm. we all know that you cannot law of attraction your way to a great butt by sitting yourself on your couch all day staring at photos of great butts mm. you can't do that it doesn't that, work that's true right? i think
1: there's one thing you say actually makes sense because i see a lot of people complaining about their life nothing's going good i you know i have like a shitty life you know whatever mm-hmm. and as soon as you talk to them about okay i'll say spiritual religion or some sense of you know higher power sure they always feel like, oh, I don't like this kind of thing. I don't believe in religion. I don't believe in spirit. I don't believe in anything like spiritual, whatever. I don't believe in that. But they are so sad and they, they know like, and sometimes they're going to tell you like, you know what? Oh, my life sucks. I just have bad luck. I'm just like karma, whatever. But they know like there is something power power, than more powerful than what it is. They, they know like there is something like, that actually there's like a power in their life you know like Mm -hmm. they know that because you you Mm -hmm. you know if you see your life but they still feel like they don't want to gain as you say they don't want to confront the reality they don't want to face the problem where it is they want to go to the source and then try to fix it so when you come to that do you think you have to be religious
0: no No, absolutely not. For me, I believe that religion is a structure. It's a container in which people have easy access to experience spirituality. For Mm. me, spirituality is bigger than Mm. religion. And religion acts as an easy entrance point for Mm. a lot of people to get to spirituality. I was raised in a very religious household. I'm not religious anymore. I'm extremely spiritual. You see the difference?
1: Okay, but do do you believe in God? Like,
0: I yes, I believe in God. I believe that um, the God that I believe in is me. I believe oh, yeah. that there is nothing that exists outside of me. There's nothing that exists outside of you.
1: Oh, that's why you what believe. believe. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, as long as you you happy with it. So, but if, <laughs> if 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 you believe the thing is, if you believe like there is nothing um outside of you, so what do you have to gain touch with any spirit outside your body? Because if there is a, a higher power, the higher power is outside you anyway. It's no part of who you are.
0: Mm-mm. Mm-mm. The higher power is me. I am everything. And this is, this is the root of empowerment. If everything is me, I can't blame anything else when things don't go my way. P- a lot of people, with they don't have the tools to heal their life, they need something to blame because their circumstances are unacceptable, but they don't have the tools to change it or they don't believe that change is possible because typically it's because they don't have the tools. Right. And so they need something to blame. So a lot of people, you know, will kind of like whitewash for lack of a better term, um, spirituality and just say, well, like this must be God's plan. Mm. Nobody's plan is for you to suffer for anybody to suffer for any reason. That's nobody's plan. I think they give it to
1: God when they cannot control something, when they feel like I kind of deal with this or whatever happened, happened, just give it, give it to God. So what, what is your process like for people who today are listening to us today who actually struggle to, you know, to become a better person and mm-hmm. yeah, because sometimes you want to be good, but you keep doing bad things. So what kind of, what, what do you actually advise people? What, what is your yeah. process?
0: So for me, I don't believe that there is good and bad. There's just stuff. There's stuff that happens. There are things that happen. And then we, our conscious minds, our brains Mm. want to make meaning out of that. We don't want to go through hard stuff for no reason, right? We, we want there to be a purpose for that. Mm. And so we make meaning of it. Um, But most of the time we make this false equivalency where we'll say like this happened. And that means I'm a good person. I'm a bad person. I don't deserve to get what I want. That's a false equivalency. Right. And if you believe that, you know, God is outside of you or anything is outside of you, then, then you get to say, you have a license then to say that it's not my fault. It's, this is God's plan, or there's nothing I can do about it. So I'm just going to give it over to God. And that means I'm absolved from either taking any responsibility to change it or, or doing the work, right. Doing the work to change it. And again, I think it's because a lot of people don't have the tools they need to actually do something about it. Tools that actually work right now, it will make you feel better right now.
1: Like what kind of tool?
0: Okay, so one of the most, my favorite, favorite tools that I use myself every single day um, and that I make mandatory for all of my one-on-one clients, I call it a word barf. It doesn't sound cute, but I promise you, it is one of the most effective ways to get clarity on the root cause of your problems, to feel better now and to like drain problems of this overwhelming emotion, right? We're supposed to, emotions are there for a reason. They, I believe they serve as like guideposts mm. on our journey through life, right? Yeah. If you feel an emotion of anger and anger is the appropriate response for that situation, mm. it's a cue to like stop, look around and say, what's happening here that's not okay right now. And either you remove yourself from the situation or you change the situation right? Mm. We're supposed to feel those emotions. Anger is not bad. And anger is not a great thing either. It, It just is right. And so if we are not carrying around all of these negative emotions from our past, then when we experience a situation, we know that the emotions we're having in that present moment are appropriate. Here's like an example. If you were to be walking through the jungle and a lion were to approach you, the thing you do not want to do in that moment is to sit down and get overwhelmed and have a really good cry. You'd probably get eaten by the lion, right? But if you're carrying around of emotional, you know, a lot of fear from your past, that might be something that you sit down and do, and that would be really dangerous for you. Mm. But if you're not carrying around a bunch of fear and overwhelm and other emotions from your past, then you're free to, you don't have to overreact and you can make a logical choice. You can stop in an instant. You can feel an appropriate fear response. And you can look for a tree to climb up to, or something else, right? To keep yourself safe. That's the difference, right? So with a word barf, you're draining situations of inappropriate levels of emotion. So you can see them clearly. And as you do that, you'll make connections. You'll see, oh my gosh, I didn't even know that this was at the root of it. I had no idea that I believed that about myself. Or, you know, what it means to be me or what it means to do life. I didn't know I was carrying around those beliefs. A word box will show you that stuff. And then, you know, whatever still feels like it has some emotional weight, just doing that, um, just getting everything out that needs to come out until you feel a big internal shift, that just bringing all that stuff up will help a lot of it to dissolve. You know, bringing that some of that stuff just looks silly in the light of day and it just dissolves. And then the rest of the stuff that's left over, you can change that. Um, very, very simply. When I work with one-on-one clients, I do have very high level spiritual tools um, that we use to just zap stuff, get it gone. Um, but you can do these things you know, on your own. And I think one of my favorite ways is to use a reframe. And I've got three that are my favorite. Um, one of them is a context reframe and one of them is a content reframe. So if you imagine that a situation is like a painting, and if you don't like, you don't like the way that painting looks, You can change the way you feel about that painting by either changing the lens through which you view that painting, like putting on a different pair of glasses, that's a content reframe, or you can keep the lens the same and move the painting to a different space where it fits in, in that space. That's a context reframe, okay? Both of these reframes offer you a different perspective on your situation, which changes the meaning. The painting itself, having a painting is not a problem. It's what you're telling yourself about the painting. That's a problem. I think it's right? more
1: like the way you actually see the problem. You can well, choose yeah. to see it as a problem or you can use to see it as no solution really, but just like part of the journey or part yes, of something that that's you're That's exactly learn. what
0: we're doing here. We're changing yeah. the way you see the situation. So you no longer see it as a problem. You see it as a benefit. Yeah. And. Doing this doesn't mean that you don't take action on it, right? It doesn't mean like, oh, just problems aren't real things. And I can just logicize my way that I'm never going to tell you to do that either, right? Um, Here's an example. So sometimes I get annoyed with my kids when they don't put their dishes in the dishwasher. And I tell myself, you know, the dishes aren't a problem. Right. Mm -hmm. It's what I tell myself about them not putting their dishes in the dishwasher that's the problem. Because I sometimes I tell myself that they don't appreciate all the things I do for them. And that's why they're not putting the dishes in the dishwasher. So if I think about that for a second, I could say something to myself like, well, I've made our home such a fun and happy place that sometimes my kids forget to take a time out from all that happiness to put away their dishes. And that's actually a great thing because it means that because of the way I've raised my kids, they're thriving. It doesn't mean I don't tell my kids to put their dishes in the dishwasher. It means that I don't feel any type of way about them not putting in their dishwasher their dishes in the dishwasher because I took the meaning but, and emotion out of it so yeah, I but can react appropriately. Yeah, but it's
1: not another way to actually get It's not really like you are fixing the issue. You are trying you just try, you are changing your way to react to it, but the problem's still there. Maybe he's it, like a blind eye, but it's not really a blind eye. But it's, it's not a blind eye at all. It's not, it's, if okay, you're it's not over-reacting. a blind eye, but it's like, um, okay, you control your reaction. You actually minimize the, the situation so you can actually have better control of the outcome. Yes. I don't know. Yeah, of yes, the process. that's
0: exactly right. That's exactly right. <laughs> if you're coming into a situation from a place of emotional overwhelm, you can't create, come up with an appropriate response, right? If I were just to yell at my kids and be like, damn it, you guys just don't appreciate anything I do. Is that going to make them want to put their dishes in the dishwasher more? No, it's not, right? But if I were to come with them with love and I were to say what I said to myself, hey, I love that you're having so much fun here. I love that all you kids are having so much fun together that like you don't even think about cleaning up a little bit. I love that. Why don't you come on over here and help me do the dishes? They are. I'm telling you now, I do it every single day. They're a lot more willing to help. When I they, think, when I come at it from that perspective,
1: I think that works when it comes to taking action to certain situation. As I say, simple thing in life, something happened. You don't want to over dramatize. You know, you don't want to overthinking or you don't want to just overdoing it. You control yourself so you can yes. actually bring a better reaction. But there's certain situation where actually deeper than that. You feel like there is some. Your life is just not going the way you actually want it to go. You feel like I'm trying to become a better person, more like personally, but uh-huh. it's just like I'm struggling. And for me, when you talk about the spiritual side, I feel like we have to see the problem more than just me changing my mindset. You have to go deeper than trying to figure it out. Why can I heal? Because I believe as a person, we have like, I always say to people, we have, our body we have our you know our soul and you know our spirit the same way we actually feed our body every single day we keep fit it's the same way your soul and the whole rest of your body need to be fed but most of the time we don't if we don't actually do, do it we only feed one part and then that's what we have like in balance that's what i believe yeah and so for me i feel like you have to go deeper and you're trying to find out why those kind of things is happening for a religious person i'm religious for, for a religious person i'm going to try to find it like in a spiritual way like you know praying or trying to just you know as every christian or believer do trying to find mm-hmm. things more in a religious way and pray and yeah. see the problem more than what it is physically trying to you know ask God or, you know, some spirit to actually come and trying to help you because, you know, like this is more than just like a physical or mindset problem. This is where actually I actually want to get it. I don't know with you. I don't know how it works. If yep. something is actually deeper than that, if do you actually yeah. use the same process, like you say for the dishwashers or, well, or is it different?
0: So I think the, at its core, my, the belief that I have that makes all of this stuff work for me, is again, that there's nothing outside of myself. So I pray all the time. I believe that I'm, when I pray to God, that's my higher self, Mm -hmm, You pray pray to. You pray to who? My higher self. But I'm not really, mm mm-hmm, yep. The version of myself that is so high up, that's connected to everybody else, um, everyone else's spirit, uh, the place that is oneness, the place where there's no pain, there's no suffering, um, that is only love, right? I believe that's me. That's my soul. That's my spirit. That's who I am, um, at my core. That's what I believe. And because I believe that, then that allows me to believe that everything that happens and the solution to everything that happens is within me. It's not outside of me. I don't need help from anybody else. I just need the guidance, um, that I can get again from my higher self. To see a way forward.
1: But that's, that's to be, Let me you see yourself as God.
0: Yep. But I have complete control over my internal and external environment. Yep. But you
1: don't, you don't believe like that, that, that power being given to you by something else. You don't believe that?
0: Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I used you, to, but I don't anymore.
1: No. But you don't, you don't believe you've being created by something. You believe you just- something else. But something else, you don't you, believe that? I, this is
0: what I believe. If we go back far enough, Go back after, before your lifetime and all the lifetimes that ever came before you. And before, however it was, we were all created. Go back before that. Mm. There's only one thing. Yeah. And for me, that's God consciousness. That's God. Yeah. And if we all came from that one thing, yeah, before Mm. everything, before all of time and space, anything ever existed, that's God. Yeah. And if that's God, we all came from that, which means I am that too. I am me in human physical form. And I'm that, which means that that isn't outside of me. It is me.
1: No, I mean, yeah. Even like the good thing about even in Christianity or religious people, we people, they always say like God is in you because Mm -hmm. it's a spirit, but he's actually in you. You are, he's part of you. But Mm -hmm. what I'm trying to say, as you say, if we go back, back, back from the very beginning, there was something, believe it or not, because there was something there. Mm -hmm. And then the fact you come from that thing, that means you don't because we, we kind of think about how things have been created mm-hmm. no matter how smart or deep you can be the fact there was something before i mean you kind of like we all come from that thing and that, that thing is like part of you know it's part of us It's who we are but it's actually more powerful because that thing was there before us
0: yeah i believe it is me and that because it's not separate from me
1: yeah it's, it's um, in you actually is in you
0: yes it is an aspect of me yes yeah mm-hmm.
1: and that th- I means like if you if there is nothing wrong to gain touch with that the, the mm-hmm. energy
0: no and, no, and, and, and the think more the better
1: that's what i'm saying i mean that's what many people call god many people describe it the way they want to describe it i think that's god because even in religious we we call god he's god because he's the he's the creator of everything from the very very beginning that's the reason why we see him as God. But as I always say to people, people can call God in different ways. As you say, religion is actually help people to get access better to spiritual life. And if you can actually get into spiritual way without passing into religion, because religion actually guide people. I think it's made more for like society to not control people, but like to kind of like to put more discipline of the way people like it live and the way people actually you know, yes. connect to God. I would say that, but if you actually yes. can get in touch with that in a different way and can call it whatever you want to call it, I get that. So it mm-hmm. make more sense yep. that way. <laughs> right.
0: Yeah. I'm totally with you. I'm hundred percent with you.
1: That's good. At least that way it looks <laughs> like I understand you better. <laughs> so, and then when it comes to struggling, do you think people struggle because they don't acknowledge the issue, right? They just brush it out?
0: I think, I don't think anybody really wants to, you know, pretend like problems Audio are problems. Scare. Yeah, I, I think that there is a, uh, something that we call a secondary gain. There's something that you're getting from having that struggle around. Um, and, and typically when I, it's, it's it doesn't necessarily feel like a benefit, but it's keeping you from feeling a new kind of fear. There's a fear from doing something new, right? And from being something new, that you've never done before. That can feel a little bit scary and uncomfortable. I think uncomfortable is a better word, right? Um, And so keeping your problem around can prevent you from experiencing that kind of discomfort. um, And that's a benefit for you. And so the more you're willing to be uncomfortable, the easier your life is going to be. It's a bit of a paradox, right? Um, But it's, it's a true thing the more you're willing to do new things, put yourself in safe, but uncomfortable situations, the more you're going to like your life and the, the fewer problems you're going to have. I think that's really, it's really a threefold thing, right? You have to get to a place where you can acknowledge that you have the power to change everything in your life. Look, if I can go from being a 14 year domestic violence survivor, right? And being Seriously, pick away. I was being abused by this guy. Okay. Mm. And if I can go from that to having complete control and authority over that person, not by doing anything to him, not by convincing him that he needed to stop hurting me or stop drinking or stop doing any of those things, he didn't want to do any of that stuff. I Mm. changed myself completely, and that changed him. That changed him as a result. That is an example of how this kind of power works.
1: When you say change him, does it change the way you react to you or does it change him as a person?
0: It changes him as a person because now he, it's screwed with his belief system. He believed that he could do whatever he wanted to, to anyone, and there would be no consequences. And that I disrupted that. And so that changed his view about how life works and he has to change as a result. So now he hasn't just changed how he treats me. He's changed the way he treats our kids, even when I'm not there. He's changed the way, you know, he's with somebody else in a relationship now. He does not treat her the same way he treats me. So you become a better person then?
1: You become a better person. Do you think you become a better person because of, of you, of you because you have changed or because of something that you have done? To him,
0: no. He's resisted it at every turn. He doesn't want to change. <laughs> he doesn't want to do like so, so he doesn't what, want to be uncomfortable. So what, did, he what do you want do? That. Think, it what was ma- specifically because of what I did. Oh, to him? No, no, no. For myself.
1: Yeah, because of what you did to yourself actually maybe because sometimes when we, cause I always believe like the change. When we change, when we change, sometimes we become better, and the people actually being around us or use us or whatever the people being around when they see the change in your life, you can you actually can, can inspire them to become a better person or to just change. You just inspire them, kind of like wake them up or you help them to see life in a different angle just because they see, they know you, the way you were before and they see the change and they see the impact around you. And it's just kind of, they kind of mirror themselves as well at the same time.
0: Yeah. And I think it actually can go deeper than that too. Um, You know, if you're in a relationship with someone and you change, then they cannot, you know, do the same things like, you know, let's just say that, you know, you liked eggs for breakfast every single day, and all Mm. of a sudden you don't like eggs anymore. Well, if your partner were to come make you eggs, it's you're not going to react in the same way. Mm. If they want you to have that response, they have to do something different. They're gonna have to make something else for breakfast, right? That's a very simple analogy, but it works on all levels. So when you change the stuff that other people used to do to produce a response, they knew how to piss you off. They knew how to make you happy. They knew how to whatever, right? All that stuff. None of that works anymore. They must change as a result. They must. Some people resent that because they don't feel like exploring new things and doing new stuff, but that's the way it works. They have to change as a result of your change because your relationship is now different because you are different.
1: Because it's more like the energy that we actually allow us, allow them to treat us the way we allow them to treat us the way we allow them to to react to us around us things that they do i think most of the things actually is like most of the things actually people do to us the way people treat us most of the time is not just because they want to treat us that way it's because we kind of let them treat them treat us that way and we encourage Mm -hmm. them encourage them to do that as well and as soon as we change Mm -hmm. as soon as we change you don't even have to tell the people stop doing this because they can feel it like you, you, you won't take it.
0: That's right. That's exactly right. And the more empowered you are, the more mm. of these limiting beliefs and negative emotions from your past that you clean up, the more aligned you are. Um, the the less you have to put up with that kind of crap. You mm. know, I used to put up with a lot of that stuff, you know, in my past. From that self-sacrificial perspective, right? I thought that's what I needed. That you know, good marriages require sacrifice. I think I think we they need don't. to
1: talk to you about it. I think none of the podcasts we should talk about this uh, about the woman sacrifice. I think I really like it. I feel like it's something I heard a lot. I think I we need to go deeper on that. Definitely,
0: I'd love to. It's a it's a huge huge topic. It's a huge topic, and I think the thing that you know I really learned from you know making that change for myself is that. There is a middle space, right? Between sacrificing everything to try to find fulfillment. It doesn't work. Hmm. And then saying to yourself, well, I have to do the complete opposite, which is being a selfish jerk in order to find fulfillment. That's not fulfilling either, right? It's coming to this middle space where you have all the resources you need to Hmm. live a life that you don't need to take a break from so that you know you are whole and complete in yourself. You have everything that you need to be and do and receive everything that you want right now. Nobody else, no other entity needs to come in and fix some hole in you. There's nothing wrong with you. Yeah, you are perfect and complete as yourself. And sure, you've got you know stuff that you're working on. We all do. Even with all that stuff, you are perfect and whole and complete right now. And once you get to that place, you become unmess withable. Nobody can mess with you when you're like that.
1: Okay. So do you do you think you can actually, um, there's one question come to my mind. Do you think you can be happy without being spiritual? Can you be happy hmm. without being spiritual? I know you can live some type of happiness, but life is long. Your journey is going to change. Your experience is going to change. Do you think you can actually keep up like with this question. life without being spiritual? I'm not going to say religious, but I'll say spiritual.
0: Yeah. So I think there's, there's levels, right? Um, I think there's a big difference between fun and Mm. happiness. And I think that, you know, when we're young or if we have you know, you've met people who are just kind of immature, right? And for them, the highest level that they can have is fun, but that's a momentary physical level only, right? Mm. Yeah. And as soon as we want beyond that, Um, We go to this place where we want to leave a legacy and we want to find meaning in life. As soon as we start that search, (laughs) yep, you got to be spiritual because the meaning of life is spiritual. You you feel
1: like as soon as we find your purpose?
0: I believe that everybody at at the highest, 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 highest level, I believe we all have one purpose and it's the same for everybody. And that purpose can look different, Mm. but, but it's my belief that we all... come here on this earth in order to become aware of the baggage that we have that needs to be cleaned up i believe that up in the spiritual realm there's no pain there's no suffering and in order to see the parts of us that need to change we need to have an awareness of that part and we become aware of that part when it starts to bump up against other stuff against our desires So that part, you know, could be a limiting belief. It could be a negative emotion. And we have a desire for more that's in direct conflict with that part, belief, desire.
1: But do you think that purpose when you talk about, because I I like it because you say uh, we all have the same kind of purpose, but Mm -hmm. we just respond in a different way. I don't know, you know, word in, I mean, the way you word it, and we just like, just the way we do is different. But do you think the purpose is more into, because when, when I think about everybody, when you talk about people who go deep into purpose, they always come to the vision of healing, healing the world, making things better, you know, yes. being a nice person, loving yes. and all this positive energy. He's always going to come to that kind of ki- kindness, you know, like, deep, yes. you know, like, yeah, I just want to become a better version for myself. And I want to help others. I want to give love. I want to do this. Yep. And yeah, even you're going to see rich people, poor people, everybody, when you get that level of self-consciousness, like, you know, of self-awareness of your trying to find your purpose, you're always going to go down to that. I think 100%. that's why I kind of agree, agree with you when it comes to that. I have a friend I always talk to her about my purpose. She's like, You always talk about purpose. You just live your life. Why are you? I was like, you don't understand. It's so I can't control it. I, it's like I want to do is I want to do the podcast. I talk to people. When I talk to people, I'm hitting myself as well because they give me information and then I'm giving information to other people. I just wanna inspire other people and transpire myself. But deep inside is still the same thing, It's about just spreading you know, positive energy. That's what yes. I I don't know. What exactly. What's coming to that?
0: Yeah, 100%. I, I believe that, yes, it is. We all have this desire to like, uh, to return to love, right? Mm. And to heal others. I believe that you heal others by healing yourself. Again, it comes back to this belief it took, that there it is took nothing me time, outside it me. It took
1: me time actually to realize that. Yeah, I think it's that. Mm-hmm. That's the. I think the, the easiest way to, to heal the world or to heal others is actually to heal yourself. Because when you mm-hmm. heal yourself, your environment actually change. You become, or your environment become, I'm not going to say pure, but it's going to become better. And yeah. if each of us trying to do that, as you say, like your, your ex-husband, um, you know, husband, the fact you've changed, he changes as well. Yep. So you don't really have to force him to change. You just got to change yourself. And it if just we happens. all start changing ourselves the environment is actually going to change. It's the same way as when the environment is so bad. You see people everywhere doing, like, you know, you see on the street, the drug, this crime, whatever. If you go to all this crime area, you're going to see more people getting into crime, gangbang and everything. It's because that's what people do and that's how you affect even people that don't want to do it. it still affect them, you know. They don't even realize that they actually, the fact it's all up in the hair, they actually get affected and just like fail for it. I think it's, it's that. Yeah.
0: That's exactly right. And, you know, you think about big issues, crime, yeah. um, social justice, right? Mm. Uh, the environment, all of these issues. If we don't believe that we have the power to change anything, then sometimes looking at the most of the time, looking at those issues and trying to participate them, it just feels overwhelming. It feels like this issue is too big to solve. Mm. But if you know that you can have a major impact on that by changing yourself, mm. everything feels solvable.
1: Yeah. Right. Margarita.
0: Everything feels, and here's the truth of it too. Again, this is not about like, well, I'm just going to go inside and I'm going to do some woo woo stuff. And then like, you know, see you later, climate change or see that means all <laughs> no. black lives matter. And there's no such thing as hate crime. Right. Uh-uh. But it changes the, so you're not operating from a place of emotional overwhelm. So you're able to see, okay, now I feel better about this. I've healed my own beliefs about this and I can see the most effective action for me to take. And I go do it. Right. Mm now you can actually make a meaningful impact
1: and people are gonna and people gonna see that they're gonna listen to you they're gonna follow you as well because they can see you know when somebody's mindset is different or when somebody's not really mindset but spirit is different. Because the mindset you can you can play with the mindset you can actually try to manipulate people but when it comes to spiritual change self-like change is something that you cannot really trying to play with because if you change or you haven't changed that's the beauty of it because the mindset is, is i'm a self-person i am a salesperson. person i can not switch my mind quick to just trying to you know convince somebody for something you know mm-hmm. that's a mindset but when it comes right. to spiritual change around this when you connect yourself with those things is you you can't you can't really you cannot fake it that's why no, you really. can't and people it's can actually there it's not. and people can feel it when they're around you
0: that's right that's exactly right. You know, it's again, it's tra- it's trying to like make change. You know, if we talk about mindset, we're really talking about stuff on a conscious level, mm. right? But that's not where big stuff happens. No. It's a secondary, you know, thing mm. that happens after you do the big emotional spiritual work. Yeah, you do I think, that I think stuff the mindset first, is more like mindset changes.
1: Yeah, I think the mindset is, yeah, you're right. He's actually come after, but what we meant to do that, we're trying to put it first, but it doesn't have to come first because when I have people Mindset is very, it's good, but it's really draining when you use it all the time, because you have to listen to certain things, you have to do this, you have to always have to keep yourself. I remember when I used to work in the cell, we used to go to the office in a day and they used to tell us a lot of things to put in their mind. They wanted us to come back the same day, every single day, because they have to keep pumping, pumping, pumping information in your head for you to is, is a kind of brainwash as well at the same time. Yeah. But when you mm-hmm. come to self like you know, I don't know, self-change or spiritual awareness, it's different because it's more like you, you find yourself and you heal yourself and then it's not really draining. It's it's just a journey of you know, I don't know, growing how we say that.
0: That's right. That's right. And when you do this work, you're absolutely right. When you work on a soul level, on an emotional and a spiritual level, you get more. Than you put into it. Yeah,
1: that's right. It's not
0: draining. When you're just working on a conscious level, yeah, it is really draining because it takes a long freaking time.
1: (laughs) It does. It does. It does. You can make change that way.
0: You can, but it takes a lot of effort over a long period of time. And that's why most people don't stick with it. Right? Yeah. And, you know, and I think again, when you have tools like using a reframe, um, like doing a word barf, that's the only piece that's really missing. It gets at that unconscious stuff. And then the, your beliefs about yourself, that's the mindset stuff. Those thoughts that you're having, those changes as a result, you don't need affirmations anymore. You don't need to do all this work to keep yourself in a good mindset. Cause you're just there. You're just there. Cause you feel so much better. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think they send people as well into the mindset culture. They believe in, um, as you say, when you were saying to yourself, like you believe you are part of God, but they do believe like they are able to do everything. They are in a power, but those kind of people is more ego because the position of power they use because they have access to a lot of privilege like we have in society. And it make them feel like, you know, because I can't buy anything I want, uh, the, and then I can actually decide whatever I want to decide because I'm in position of power and it make them feel like they are they're in control of their life. They, 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 are, they are God. They, they don't need God. They don't need the spiritual. They don't need anything because anything they do, they just, yeah.
0: yeah I think that's you, more listen, the ego part here. Exactly. There's very few problems that gobs and gobs of money can't fix, right? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Let's be real. But how you feel is one of them. Money's Mm -hmm. not going to change how you feel or what you believe about yourself.
1: Yeah, I think changing
0: how you feel and what you believe about yourself can bring all sorts of money to you. Doesn't work the other way around, though. And I think a lot of people have a fear that if they don't tightly control themselves, if they let themselves feel too good, who knows that they might turn into some sort of like Jeffrey Epstein and they might just go (laughs) off the rails and turn into some sort of like crazy person. But what they don't realize is that somebody like Jeffrey Epstein, his highest, I guarantee you, his highest priority or the highest level he thought he could get was fun.
1: That's
0: it. It was a very, very low level.
1: Yeah. I think somebody like him, the fact he was in so much power, he could get anything that he wanted to get. He felt like he was like untouchable and he was like, yeah, he just like, his mind was just something else. But, and then when you come back to reality, like when you just realize what's happening right now, the guy you know, in jail all these things, that's when you realize like, you know what? I'm not as big as thought I was. You know, mm-hmm. I, just, I have like just few tools that they gave me and it makes me feel like I was this, but I'm not really in control of nothing.
0: That's right. That's yeah. right. But anybody who's listening to this podcast, right? Anybody who has a desire to understand themselves on an emotional and spiritual level, it's not possible for you to turn into somebody like that. It's not possible because you already have the desire for more. And and this is the thing that I think trips people up the path. And I had to learn this the hard way, boy, did I, but I know it's true. The path to joy is paved with joy. And what I mean by that is you cannot do a bunch of stuff you don't want to do to try to get what you want later all that's going to do is make sure that you don't like what you get mm. that's how that works but people think that we again we've got a self-sacrifice we've got to suffer now to have what we want later the entire like you know capitalist system and retirement is based on the idea that you really shouldn't be liking your job right you work to retire at some point and hopefully you'll like your life then that's why we have vacations that's why we have retirement because you know, you're not supposed to like your life most of the time. Mm -hmm. But what people don't realize is that you're still you by the time you get to vacation, by the time you get to retirement, you've still got all those beliefs about yourself, you still feel exactly the same way. So if you believe that you are only capable of good things, and the better you feel, the more resources you have, the better you can make the lives of everybody else in the world. That's right. Once you understand that that's true for you, it opens up a whole new thing for you. And this is why I am such a believer that more women need to be millionaires, especially more women of color, because we know this at a deep level. I don't care who you are. You can go give a woman, especially a woman of color, $25 million. What's the first thing she's going to do with it? She's going to go share it. She's going to go use that money to heal other people. I guarantee you that's one of the first things she's going to do. So we don't need to be afraid anymore of having more, of following pleasure, of following what feels good, because that's how life is supposed to be. But you don't think it's
1: because that's the reason why people play with karma, that people always like trying to give because they expect to have more. Can you do that as a strategy as well? Not as because you want to do it, like just like, okay, I'm giving because I want to they one sure i mean, sure.
0: I mean it people. is true and that's why that thing works right that, you know that if you think you have to suffer now in order to get what you want later but it always ends up that you know whatever it is you get later is only going to cause more suffering hmm. because what you put into that system is suffering so what you get out is suffering yeah, so yeah if you want to get more good back then you got to put good out it, it's a 100 percent true you can look at it from a selfish perspective and be like i don't care about any y'all i just want better for myself fine whatever you're still putting you know good energy out there and i'm okay with that that's all right
1: i mean i agree with you actually i think you was right when i asked you the question about the whole topic because um it's different than the conversation i have with other people as well because we were more talking about the mindset and the self-change and everything you know becoming a better person but i feel like the fact we touch the spiritual side i think that was really good and as soon as i don't i don't really like um I mean, I don't agree with the fact like you see yourself as God, everything, but I'm happy that we actually find like a common ground. I kind of understand yeah. exactly what you mean by that. It doesn't look as scary as when you first say, I was like, What? <laughs> you know who I'm talking to. <laughs> you know, but now it looks much better. I actually understand exactly your mindset and you know what you're actually coming from. And I believe. I think as I that's the reason why I asked you that question about do you. Do you think you can actually be happy without being spiritual? Because it's a good thing that you actually give um, the answer. I mean, the example of this guy and Einstein or whatever you call him. And yeah. you have a lot of money. You have a lot of women around him. Same time, same stage of life, we feel like we are happy, but life is long. At same time, we just gonna realize like kind of light yourself what you have in mind happiness is something that you actually feel inside yourself you know you feel yeah. inside you when you're not happy you're not happy it doesn't matter how much money or how much things around you have around you Mm-mm. that's why I feel like yeah. it's very important to to get in touch with your spiritual side so before we finish I'll ask you two questions are you working on something right now or anything I'm that you want to share with people are you working on something like that yeah
0: <laughs> yes um, I am I'm working on launching a self-guided course, um, so that I can give, you know, all of the beliefs and the specific tools that I use to, you know, create this transformation for myself and for my one-on-one clients. I'm using, taking all of that information and I'm putting it in a course going to launch end of December 1st of January, so that you can have all these tools and you don't need somebody like me, uh, in order to heal any problem that you face. Um, I want to give that to as many people, especially women who are done sacrificing their own energy, their time, their well being, and their happiness to try to feel fulfilled and just finding that it just doesn't work. So, with this stuff, you can end all of those problems that are causing you to feel unfulfilled so you can actually experience real and true fulfillment. Heal yourself and heal the world. I am super, super, super excited about that. Also in the next two weeks, um, I make, this is a little bit controversial, but I have a unique perspective as I'm sure you would have guessed on COVID um, and the relationship between astrology and values and what's going on in the world. So I'm not, I'm releasing a masterclass on this. I am not going to sit here and we're not going to talk about conspiracy theories. We're not going to talk about whether or not vaccines and masks are a good idea or a bad idea. We're not talking about any of that stuff. What we are going to talk about is what are the overall energies? What's really going on here in terms of an astrological and a values level perspective? Where have we been and where are we going so that you can find a way to flow through this? So we stop fighting it and you can learn how to take your power back in this situation and make choices that are right for you. And then of course, right for everyone else around this. I totally believe we're not going back. There's no, I don't believe that we're going to go back to normal. I think Mm. we're only going forward and we're creating, this is a new, we're creating a new earth here, um, a new consciousness, a new way of being and astrology and values helps us to understand that. And so I want to give that to people who are struggling with this and are feeling really, really afraid um, at where they, how they find their place in this, um, you know, who do they need to become? in order to find some peace and find some flow in this time. Because again, I don't think we're going back. I think this yeah, is I think really it's best. very
1: important to actually put in our mind that like we're never going to go back because now yeah. we're counting years. Oh, two years of this, it's been three years. Oh my God, when are we going to come back? It's like, it's a new normal now. Like I work in the office and now what will happen is like in the office, they're telling us like, okay, you cannot go back to the office. And then now they say, okay, you can't go back to the office now, but- you have to work at home now. We can't go to office like one times a week. And even people are complaining that, oh, I prefer to work from home. It's more like the world is changing and people are changing as well, but people are choosing their, way, their, their own way of changing now. Because why do we have to work? Why do you have to work from home? Why you don't want to work in the an office? And now you are choosing to work from home. It's the same mm-hmm. thing that they actually do. It's like, I think nothing's going to go back to normal. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. I think we just, the more you actually accept it, the better. But the better is you're going to feel. But and then again, same people, they say like, if you accept it, I mean, you accept the change. That means you want to be on slave or something like that. But I think that's just another way of saying things. It's another topic.
0: Yeah, I, I, it's my belief that, um, again, we have two ends of the spectrum and then there's something in the middle. So there's people tend to reject stuff. I don't like this. I want to go back to what it was before right? Any problem, pick a problem, COVID, something else, it doesn't matter. I reject this. I don't like it, but I don't feel like I can change it. So I just want to try to get back here. It's not going to happen. Or they'll be like, I'm so invested in this outcome. Right, people who are preaching everybody's got to get the vaccine, and if you don't, that means you're a selfish jerk, and how dare you, right? Or the people on the other side of that who are like nobody can get the vaccine because if you get the vaccine, that means that you are, a, I don't know, some sort of mental slave to the government, yeah. and you're just right, you're not thinking for yourself. None of those things are true. That's attachment to a specific outcome. If we come over here in the middle and we can say, I accept that this situation is happening. And that it's going on. It is happening to me. Then you take your power back to change it. You can take your power back to see it clearly. You're not emotionally involved in the outcome either way. Yeah. I think you,
1: you, you made it, you make a decision, but you accept the fact society is different now, but you, you change on your own way. No, you accept the situation, but you, you, you stay, I mean, you stay who you are you stay like you know you're on your ground actually you don't just follow whatever emotion that actually like movement that actually people actually spread because there's a lot of movement there's like yes. side a lot of movement same people feeling like vaccine no vaccine or whatever it's like just crazy right now and it is crazy i feel like we're never gonna go back to normal no. so um any advice you want to give to somebody
0: uh, one of the most important regarding the topic
1: that- if you want to just resume everything
0: Yes. Yes. Um, I think one of the most important things that um, people need to understand is that, you know, again, doing something you don't want to do to try to get something that you want is only going to make sure that you don't like what you get. Mm. The path to joy is paved with joy. Trust that. Follow what feels good and trust that it's going to lead you to more of what feels good. Yeah. As long as you are a kind of person who prioritizes meaning and helping that's going yeah. to lead you everywhere you want
1: to go. I was going to say, Hey, man.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what?
1: Okay. That was very good. And I'm really happy to have you today. I think this was like a different podcast. I didn't expect to go this way because as I said to you, like I already spoke to so people about this topic, but just brought it to another level, at least the fact I'm kind of spiritual as well, I can actually understand where you're actually coming from it's very difficult for people who are not spiritual to get it but i always say to people like no matter if you're spiritual and now in certain level of your life you're gonna be forced to believe in certain things because you're gonna have no choice that yep. you actually believe in certain things because you have no control of your life if you yeah. if you not connect to a higher power Um, so yeah, thank you to having you today And yeah, I'm sure If anybody want to get in touch, I'm going to put all the links On the description and I'm going to put Everything, social media if you want to get in touch with her as well. If you want to have some uh, If you want to book, if you do consultation As well, if anybody can get in touch Don't hesitate, you know, she's a nice person I think she's going to be happy to, you know <laughs> To have you guys Um I am really want to do another podcast with you About women, I think That's like, I'm really tired of women Talking about how much they are tired and that much they put so much thing that much how much they put so much sacrifices like i really want to talk about it i think that's gonna be very very good i think i might bring another woman on the table just to make sure we can gonna have a good balance that's gonna be a good topic i, I can't really come with i really want to really wanna talk about it and thank you again to have you and see you next time